That's exactly how I felt when I heard that Shadab. Is it confirmed? Is he out? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nathan from Supercoach Gun. Sorry, I've just gone off on a tangent straight away. Um, it's not confirmed. It's rumor. It's uh from a Facebook uh, post. Um, I don't know. I I would assume he's in until he's definitely out because he's so valuable to your side, and you're probably gonna have to change a bit because there's no one really around one hundred twenty five thousand dollars that shouldn't already be in there. So I would assume he's playing until he isn't for now. Yeah, I mean, if the rumors are true, what an absolute farce. Um, you heard the uh song there, poo Livingston's poo. Um, he is poo. First, he yeah. goes and cancels for the first three games because um of schedule, and then he pulls out of the whole thing. What the hell? These guys, when they sign up, as if they're not gonna know when the comp runs from and runs to. And I was actually pretty understanding about the old three games. Then he pulls the pin, you know. What's going on with this big bash and the draft? Are they going to just scrap it after the first go? Because it's been an absolute farce. I think they're going to have to move it closer to the start date. I think you're going to have a draft probably this time next year. I think you've got to have it really close out. You can't um, you can't do it in August uh, because you're giving too many people too long to pull out. You know, people will commit if it's only three months in three weeks in advance rather than four months. Well, that's right. I think because they've got time for other things to pop up, that's that's probably the reason why um, they've got time to pull out. We've also yeah. had a bit of a uh, banned substance um, incident, <laughs> which has um, it's given Faf a chance. He the, they've mentioned him by name as a possibility to come in, but uh, what's his name? Who, who who what's his name? The bloke. It's yeah. uh, Laurie Evans. Laurie Evans. That's it. He was good for them last year. Yeah. Uh, banned substance. He's completely denying it. So. You know, uh, well, we're going to say allegedly, whatever. Um, but he's gone. They've already pulled up his contract and they're on the hunt for a, a bat. Um, it'll be interesting because he is an overseas player. Someone like uh, to me, that's you know, if there's if there's no player, Bancroft probably gets a run, and he's uh, cheap as chips. Not that I'd probably go there, but um, they're going to probably sign a big name. You think, even if it's a short stint, you think? Yeah, I think so. I think you'll see Faf line up at the Scorchers this summer. It just makes sense that he would like. You know, it's six weeks stint before he goes off to earn big bucks in the UAE. Um, short little hit hit out means that the Scorchers can retain next year if they need him. And um, on Laurie Evans uh, in the draft, I think the Sixers picked him, and then the Scorchers used their attention pick on keeping him. Oh. So it could have been a. Can you imagine the outcome it could have been if it was if the Scorchers just used their platinum pick and didn't try to get too funky? Like, yeah. Oh well. Well, and that'll, some, that'll teach them. some teams have just managed to skate by unscathed and well done to them. So actually some teams that probably could use them. I think the poor old Renegades, you know, they, but they've got a pretty good re- replacement. I think, what, uh, what do you think of Guttall there? 160 K. Um, he's going to come right in on round five, which is their double. I think I might take a little bit of a slice of Guttall. He's probably past his best, but um, a good player. Nevertheless, no living. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll absolutely, he'll talk the Aussie bowls. Um, they're just, there's just a class below what he has to face in internationals. 
Uh, I don't think that he's going to completely dominate like he would have probably four or five years ago, but I think he will be a lot better than the rest. So I, I imagine he's here for the whole big bash after round five, so he doesn't have to go anywhere mm. once he's arrived. Yeah, That's interesting. Like I mean, for me, when it comes up to Renegades, Kane Richardson's obviously a big target. I think he's a great target. You've got someone cut price in Majib, I think, is a good target. Yeah. They've got a few few in there now, I reckon, for their double that could be good. Um, Faruqi, the Afghani um, left armor, has come in. I reckon... I like what I've seen from him. A few people have messaged me going, what has he done? He's only new, guys. So he, he can't have done too much because he's only new. I like what I've seen from him. We we do like left armors and we love deft bowlers. And he is one of those great, um, you know, he, he bowls good Yorkers and, and good um, death sort of bowling. I reckon he's in there as a death bowler because they've got no one else really that's obvious as a death bowler. He's 103K, is it, or 105? Um, 105, yeah. Yeah, and he, he has got back-to-back doubles. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, he's like a bolt to me, Um, but he's 80K cheaper and he's got back-to-back doubles. And I and someone made a comment in one of the chats going, I don't reckon um, the stars, some games, Bolt might be defending a very low total. And and that probably might change the way. I think he, he'll probably still bowl most of his stuff up front and take those early wickets still. Um, but it is something to consider. Um, he came straight into my team, Faruqi. He was that 100 k that I wanted, um, who's got back-to-back doubles straight into teams. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. $100,000 for a guy who's playing an, an unknown quality player of that. Mm. Remember, Harris Ralph, no one had heard of him before. He goes out and he blitzes super coach first year. I'm, I'm tipping not quite to that extent, but something like that to happen with Farouki here. Against the Aussies, he took something like two for 24. And if I have the numbers here, which I think I do, where is it? There it is. Faruqi got 80 points against us where we played him, I think. No, mm-hmm. wrong game. Uh, 58. That's still pretty good. That's not bad. Yep. Four, 58 four points. Games I'm going to say he got like two for 26 or something like that. Yep, that seems about right. Um, he bowled a great Yorker to Matthew Wade to get him out. I think uh, he's got he's got pretty good matchups early on. He's got that weak stars batting lineup. He's got the strikers who are going to be very hot and cold this season. And he's facing them twice in the two round, first two rounds. And he gets to verse the Renegades as well with a shaky-ish top order. Um, it looks like great matchups for him. 105, the risk is almost nothing. And the reward is great. I don't see why you wouldn't pick him. Yeah, 100K and, and he's kind of pod, you know, because people have ne- will never have heard of him. People are going to go probably more well-known names. I reckon he's a good pick. Um, So they haven't messed around the Scorchers they brought in. Is it is it Crawley that's gone over to there? to um, the um Crawley went to oh, no. Hobart. Oh, the, the Hurricanes. That's who we're doing tonight, aren't we? Yeah, he went to the Hurricanes. A good pick for them, I reckon. Um, They're not, not great, but I don't mind their lineup to begin with. So I just think it bolsters them. I feel like they might have gone a bit too early on a replacement because if they had left it maybe a week later, they could have easily had Martin Guptill replacing Shadow Khan. Mm. Instead, they, they got with Zach Crawley, whose technique he looks like a you know a drowning cat at times. <laughs> but he's going to be in there. He'll, he'll get a run in that lineup. Um, all right, Still so open, those, yep. those are the outs. We don't know on Shadab yet, uh, but uh, it feels like I mean they've got a replacement in who's an overseas. So yeah, it's because he's got probably two weeks where he's overseas for the ADI tours and T20 in Pakistan. Um, I don't know if that Facebook thing was just whoever wrote it up misreading the Hurricanes thing or if it is actually just an early tip. So I think you just watch and wait. Watch this space. All right. Um, We'll wait. So I've gone early on the soundbite. Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Great sound sound soundbite there. Um, Because, look, Shadow just cut me deep. I couldn't give a rat's ass about Liam Livingston. I might have got him for their double. Um, Was he going to be there by the double? I think he was coming in right on the double. And now it's going to be Guptal. That's fine for me. Shadow hurt because he was my little tickle you know for that 120k type player oh look i'm, I'm gonna play it like he is playing until i hear otherwise look i've replaced him with well we'll see who i've replaced him with same team same sort of price so i can easily make it back to um shadab if he stays um all right so is it changed your thinking on uh anyone the signings i don't think um obviously if it's not shadab that's going to make it force a change in our teams because we were very high on him 
Um, nothing else. I mean, Livingston was one for further down the track. It's nothing that's too, um, you know, you know, too uh, hard to deal with for our teams. If someone like um, Faf comes in for, and he's there by round two double for the Scorchers, I'll have a slice of Faf for sure. You're yeah. back top, um, top of that sort of order in the top four. Um, would you be taking a tickle on Faf if he comes in for their double? To think that we're going to have to bring in Faf Duplessis Mitchell Marsh in the same round is going to be absurd. Like, there's no way in hell that Faf isn't 180,000 if he enters the game. Like, you're going to have to bring in someone at 250, someone at 180, and then who are you going to sell? Because Daniel Sand is 180, but then he's got the double. You know, Matthew Short's 200, Rashid Card's 200, but you probably want Rashid for the whole season. Probably are selling Matthew Short after this. I don't know how you're going to find the money, but... You, you want might it. have to. You, you, you want those two, and you want Jai Richardson, and you want Josh Inglis. And I don't know how on hell you're going to do it, but you're going to have to find a way. And that's where the next two weeks of planning is going to come in massive. Yeah, because you've got to think about um, unless you're going to use a boost, being able to get those players in three trades. Now you're getting somebody. Um, what we expect, Faf at 180, and you have got Marsh up at the the, the that what is he mid 200s. Yeah. Um, that's probably almost your three players and a nuffy, isn't it? If you were going to try to do it in three trades, if you were doing it in four, you could sell, um, you know, I've got um, Joe Clark and I've got Matt Short. I could make it work. I'm happy to sell stars after round um, one. So, you know, it's, it's doable, but it's going to, it's going to be probably a money sort of balancing act for people. If they want to grab though, some people might have to just skip on a faff kind of like people had to skip on McDermott last year because they couldn't afford him to go going into that one where he absolutely went off the hook in the double. Yeah. So this is why you just have to find a way. Interesting question for you. Would you sell Rashid Khan to get Faf Um, Look, I would probably do it. I mean, I just kind of, if it if Faf was there for round two, there's targets. I mean, I think that the Scorchers are a great team for options. Ty is a great option, I think. You've got um, old mate, the POM, whoever you, what's his Heimel name? Mills. Heimel Mills is a good choice. Some people will go for, for Berendorf. So I see Salt in a lot of people's teams. Not, not for me, but he's an opening bat, you know, at 120-something K. Um, and you know, this so they've got some really good options. If I could get in Faf and I could get in Mitch Marsh and one other good player, and I meant selling um Rashid, I'd sell him and I'd just try to get him back in again. Um, you just that's it, there's just the value of the, the piece. And if you've got a value in a piece that can get you another valuable piece, then maybe you make that trade for your double game um players. Um, all right, let's go in. I think that's covered the most, you know, the stuff in there. I don't, I think the changes are okay. I like Guptal. He's a bit of a gumpy old thing and he just absolutely, when he's on, you know, he, he goes off. I like, I like it. Um, and if we get Faf, that'd be fun as well. Cause he's just a big, big name, big international. Um, let's have a look at the current, current ownerships of, we'll, we'll particularly focus on the Thunder Stars and Strikers. We know that Maxwell and Willie are gone. Let's have a look at, well, I'm going to just filter it by all ownership and we'll see if we can see any trends in there. I was having a bit of a, bit of a look before we came on air. Um, Zampa's gone up I, and, and, and rightly so in my opinion, because he's in really good form. He's kind of like the Faruqi pick. There's no danger at his price on the double. I'm feeling really confident now having him in my team. I'm not going to say a must have. I mean, if your if your persuasion is to go on Nathan Coulton Isle instead, looks like he in in the wash up is probably going to bat one higher so you might have have a bit of batting from him as well but i reckon zamp is in good form and and form um is what leads my hand to bring him into my team Zamp is starting to get very against england in that series um i was a bit scared thinking that i wouldn't own him for the first two rounds so i i have had to adjust and bring him in and i think a lot of teams will he's at 40 percent ownership wouldn't shock me to reach 50 come round one yep um i've seen darcy short go up a bit he's he's seventh most um owned he was pretty high i think he was 32 when i last looked which is um not too much of a jump but i still kind of don't know if i'm willing to go there to start the year philippi is he's going up even he's was he at 46 last week? I don't think so. Yeah. He's he going was, up. He was he was in the early 40s. Um, Will Sutherland is owned by 35%, which He's is surprising. Nielsen's at 30%. Tim David, Ben McDermott's at 29%. Um, I can see Matt Short um, at 28%. So I think some people, because Maxwell's still at 27%. So in, in dribs and drabs, I think people are moving him on. 
Um, Lynn at 24.9%. Um, nothing I've done in filling around. Like I, I haven't felt super confident on a Ross Al, but I haven't been um, that sus on him that I've pressed the trade button to Chris Lynn because Ross Al's going to have back-to-back doubles. Matthew Wade's gone up um, to 23%, 120K. Um, Holland at 23%. Um, you know, we're still waiting to see the trends because people are still owning Willie. He's 17.6%. Um, I, I think it's all the usual suspects are probably going to keep going up. Your Matt Shorts, um, and a like, hey, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, um, what's his name? Trent Bolt's ownership. It's, I'm still surprised it's only in the low 20s. I feel like a few more people, some of the McDermott owners should really be going to Trent Bolt. Like, yeah, look, Trent Bolt's a strong option. Look, he's in 180k that's going to go into a buy in round two. So I guess people are sort of, I mean, look, to, for me, it's about Sanger versus Jason Sanger versus Bolt. And Sanger, you know, looks like he could be second bowler spin for that team. Um, and he's going to have back-to-back doubles. Well, I, I am very concerned about his batting form, which isn't very really good at the moment. Um, but on roll alone, I've just gone, you know, he's got back-to-back doubles and he's got two skills that we can rely on. So, um, look, I think that those there's going to be a number of choices in there. I kind of feel like um, if you're getting rid of one of these expensive ones in Maxi, you know, you're kind of a, we're thinking about how do you buy Mitch Marsh and Faf. If you go and spread the money into two 100K players, you're probably going to have to sell both of them to, you know, to, to get to pump up your funds. If you've got a big 180 yeah. or 190K, you're a good portion of the way through to, to, to Mitch Marsh for round two already in price. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, yeah, it, like we've said a couple of times, getting finding the funds to do everything for round two is going to be crucial and it's going to d- dictate how your season goes, I think. Yeah, and that's what was good about Bolt because he is 180K. Um, you know, you're going to definitely move on a 180K who goes straight into the buy in round two. So he's one that would be a definite candidate for you to sell. Um, all right, let's pick two players in our team that we're sort of torn on between them and someone else. And you and I will both answer that for each other. What are we What are we going to adjudicate? Not not meaning that you're going to necessarily do it, but we'll answer the question for each other. Like, I'll give you a, a scenario for me. Um, I can go Larkin on my bench and get a look at him as my loop option. Um, and, and I'll have Max, uh, I'll have um, Wade on, you know, as my Shadab, assuming that Shadab doesn't play. So, cause I've got Nisa down in bowl. I had Shadab up in, in, uh, in bat, but now it's going to be Matty Wade. So if Larkin flops, I'll just play Matty Wade. Um, or, you know, because I've, I've punted Jilks. So it could be Jilks on the bench who I get a look at instead of Larkin because I've gone and grabbed Joe Clark. We should go over my team, but my two players is going to be basically Larkin and um, Matty Wade or Jilks and someone at sort of 86K. I can't even get enough to get Tim David. So we're probably looking at a Weatherald who I can have a look at Larkin and if he doesn't go any good, I can bring, I can play Weatherald um, or I'm going to be taking a punt on the Dan Hughes train or something like that. So uh, or Ollie Davies, but he's he's a he's playing in that first game, so I can't do it. Um, it's going to really be Larkin and um, and Maddie Wade, or it's going to be Jilks and someone else, sort of pov around the eighty-eight you know, k price point. Yeah, don't you? I think you have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm to convinced. Go, you have to go. You've got to go with. I think you got to go with Wade and Larkin. Yeah, because my thinking is this: if I had Jilks, he'd be my bench loop, and I'd get a look at Jilks. I'm not feeling super confident that he'll brain it. He'd be the one I'm least confident with. So I'd have him on the bench. What's the difference? Might as well be Larkin. And he's got that. I'm saving that 30-odd plus plus K that I need. Um, instead of having a speculative 88K, I've got a Matty Wade who's done good things in the comp before, um, you know, and I've got him there. He's, he's basically my Shadab. So I've punted Jilks. Um, the other um, one I've got is Jason Sanger versus Bolt. Um, obviously I'm going to lose a jilks out of there. I kind of feel like I want to go with Sanger because I want to keep my numbers good in round two. And I've chosen to go Sanger over Bolt, but I could easily be Bolt and and run with one less Thunder. I think you've got to go Sanger. I think the four games in two rounds, the potential for him to have a very good role, plus just the fact that he, he wasn't in outstanding form coming into the Big Bash last year. He was in solid form, better than what he is in now, but no. He, he's one of those guys that just accumulate 
accumulates points. So I think you do have to go Jason Sanger. All right. Um, look, I might as well go right. give you give you my team so you can have a look at how it all's how it's washed out and why I've got those scenarios. Um, I'm always saying to you, I've got Inglis and Jilks in my keeper positions. I don't. I've got Josh Inglis and Joe Clark um, in my uh, keeper spot. Jason Sanger, Alex Hales, Maddie Wade, um, Rossow and Stoinis in my bat. On the bench, I've got Larkin and Connolly. Obviously, I'm going to get a look at Larkin. If he's good, he'll come on for Maddie Wade. Um, in my bowl, I've gone with Matt Short, Rashid Khan, Dan, Dan Sams, Michael Nisa, um, and Faruqi. And on the bench, I've got Zampa and Jai Richardson. Um, Zampa with the emergency on him. So I'm going to get a look at um, Zampa and um, Larkin in that first game and decide whether I want to play them or not. And if not, I've got Matt Wade and Nisa to rely on. Mm, all right. So all the, right. Big, I'm going to take... the big change yeah. is obviously Jilks out. Um, look, I'm still sitting there with five um, Thunder players. And I've got five yeah. Thunders and two Scorchers already. So that's seven for the second round, which I think is I wouldn't want to drop lower than that. Um, but I've skipped Jilks. Um, tell me what you think. Oh, I think it's a it's a good team. A Jilks for a Jilksless team, it's a good team. I don't think you can find a way to get Jilks in because otherwise, without compromising your team for round two. So I think you do have to do this. I think it's a good team. You've got the money to put Shadow back in there. I'm assuming if he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then, yeah, hundred percent. You're fine. Yeah, and I think look, it, it, let's assume that I I've slid Jilks in there and I didn't go Maddie Wade. Um, if I wanted to have Larkin, you know, I'm going to take away my loop option, which is a non, I need, you know, I wanted a two, couple of non double game round players. I mean, you know, perfect for me was if I had the funds, well, if I've got the funds for Shadab, I've got the funds for Salt. I could go and take a punt on Salt, but he's not somebody I can play if Larkin flops. So obviously Wade is going to be a playing option for me. So um, yeah, just think for the balance of the team. I like the, the balance of the team. Larkin's going to be batting at three. Jilks is going to be opening. He's got a little buffer there of um, back-to-back doubles, which we're going to miss. Um, and he's, I feel like he's still going to open. So he's somebody that I, you know, it hurts to get him out of my team, but I'm happy with mm. the team balance. All right. Well, I better give you mine then. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. My keepers are still the same. Jilks and Inglis. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Daniel Sams, Jason Sanger, Alex Hales, Shadow Khan, and Marcus Stoinis in my batting. On my bench, I have Riley Rousseau and Cooper Connolly. So I get to do the bench loop with Riley Rousseau. Um, in the bowling, I have Matthew Short, Rashid Khan, Colin de Um Faruqi and Adam Zampa with the bowling bench of Joe Richardson and Joel Paris. Mm. And this is the question I have for you. Would you go with Jilkson Rousseau or Joe Clark and we'll Sorry. And a half. You just cut out on that last bit. Yeah, okay. Um, would you go Jilkson Rousseau or um, Joe Clark and one of the 62 and a half star batters yeah it's kind of like two stars you're getting rid of two thunder for two stars and i, I would be questioning how, what my numbers are there for round one and round two i mean well round one you're fine because the stars are on the double aren't they but how do you look for round two numbers if you get rid of just say you do the, do that trade and you go with the two stars people what numbers are you sitting at currently in the second one i'm i'm going to be at seven aren't i yeah i'd be at four i'd be at six but I would have much more flexibility in getting in Faf and Mitch Marsh because I have 150,000 tied up in Joe Clark. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a quandary. I mean, so in the next round, if you, unless you used a boost, you'd be at nine. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that could be probably chasing your tail a little bit. I'd probably just stay on the two Thunders. I mean, personally, I'd kind of prefer Bolt to Sanger at the moment, um, just because Bolt's a, a seasoned performer at international on the big stage. I just feel like I could trust him, but I just can't drop Thunder numbers unless I, I dropped him back to Bolt and I brought in Jilks. Um, there's obviously going to be a chance for fiddling, but um, I would probably just stay the course on the Thunder players and keep your numbers, you know, healthy. Have, have healthy one and two numbers. Yeah, because if I if I don't do those trades, then I have uh, that four, five, six. I have eight. I have eight for round two. Mm, and I think that's health. That's juicy into round two. So I think it's strong for round one and strong for round two. So I like. Um, the look of it. Um, do you, you is that the only scenario you've got really that you oh, want? I, I, 
I think I'm pretty comfortable with everything else. It'll be a case of if FAF does enter, mm. then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, I like the balance of your team as well. Um, I, I like what I saw in the um, Prime Minister's 11 there from Joel Paris, actually, just quietly. And I think he's mm. going to get a run. We're going to go through the Hurricanes, um, aren't we? He's in there. Yeah. Yep. So we'll go through their lineup. Um, you know, there's probably fiddling in there. I just think um, I like to play the double um, the double game I, I'm I feel like Sanger is like a head instead of a heart pick because he's not in sensational form and at least even for the start of the World Cup tournament bolt in a better comp against better people was was very good um so you know I, I'm not super confident on on Sanger but and and I've punted jilks um but I like the balance of my team um round one traps let's come up with um a couple that we're not keen on uh, and we'll discuss. I'll kick it off. Um, Chris Green. Um, I've, it's, I've been in a few of the chats that we're in. Um, we we run the old WhatsApp. And everyone's, because he's made his Shield debut and he's he's grabbed himself a bag of, of wickets. Um, everyone's like, well, I'm going to go him as a pod um, for round one. Oh, gosh. They just never learn, do they? Like, Chris Green has never been super coach friendly. Like, he's not going to bat, he's probably going to bat nine. He's, he, yes, he's the only spinner, but he's not a wicket taking spinner. He's like, he's an economy rate, economy rate merchant. If you want an attacking spinner, then you look at Jason Sanger, you know? Like, it's just, uh, I encourage people to pick him so that I can go higher up in the ranks, in all honesty. Yeah. No, you're better off spending your money on Faruqi, yeah, really. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was going to say. Faruqi's better. Um, Look, Lynn, I just can't bring him in to my team. Um, You said maybe the game, not games gone past him, but his better years are behind him. They are on the double. He'll bat, you know, open or at first drop. Do you feel like he's, I feel like my confidence on Lynn is, my confidence on um Ross ours the same and it's only a decision based on mm. an extra th- like having a thunder person because they've got back-to-back doubles yeah okay um i've i'm a lot more confident in rousseau than i am in lynn and that's just because rousseau's actually had a score of substance in the last month or it, actually he's had multiple scores of substance this year where i whereas i think lynn's had a couple of scores in the vitality blast and that's it rousseau has two, two international um i i everything points towards rousseau being the better option even if they were playing one game each in the first round you know mm. Yeah, let's right. say that they. Yeah, anyway. I don't yep. mind it. Um, Nielsen, we we both laugh when we see that on the thing. Oh, I don't think gosh. we need to discuss yep. it too much. I mean, you, you know, in the old simple rules, if they're batting in the top four or they're bowling four overs, or if they're batting, you know, and bowling a couple of overs, i.e., an all rounder. Um, you know, Nielsen is just not a just not a role in there. He's batting. Where is he going to bat in that lineup? Uh, Nielsen bats at like seven, maybe eight. You batting, know, batting at eight. Yeah, batting at eight and keeping, that's rubbish. Yeah, I don't think it's a good role. Um, look, I, some other names I've seen there is Cutting, who I still don't think is going to have a terrific role. With, with Faruqi coming on, I don't have any confidence that he's going to bowl, you know, maybe he bowls an over. Um, but I don't think he's going to bat or bowl too high. He's not not the strongest all-rounder, is he? Uh, not anymore. He's well past his prime as well, which doesn't help him. Um, yeah, like, stay away. Uh, Alex Carey and and Head, I'm seeing, they're like plus, they're like 15% owned. Why are people owning them too who are in the test? Uh, I think people have completely forgotten that test match cricket exists, judging oh. by the messages I'm getting. All right. Well, they're no good. Get rid of them out of your teams. Willie, Maxie, yeah. Livingston, they're not going to be here. Get rid of them. Uzi. Uh, oh, and I guess we put a question mark on Shadab. You're still playing it like Shadab's there. So um, any others that you feel, you know, are no good for round one? I feel like Jimmy Pearson's ridiculously owned. I saw him some stupid product, stupid ownership somewhere. Yeah. 18.8% own Jimmy Pearson, and that should be a 0.1% ownership. When has he had super coach relevance in the last three years? I can't remember a time. <laughs> you know, nothing screams to me, nothing's appealing to me, nothing's changed to me. If anything, his job security is so much worse because feelings can keep. They yeah, could, he, he could actually be dropped. Yeah, he's no huge, um, you know, certainty to even be in the team. Really, I probably on experience and because he was the former captain, maybe. Um, but yeah, he's nineteen percent owned, seventy three k. I'd I'd be trying to find the twenty k. 
you know, and get yourself up to jilks or something. Um, but that's English. not one. I, yeah, well, it's not one I love. Um, anything else that's odd? I mean, look, we know, um, you know, the the popular players like um, Josh Philippi, but I don't, I don't mind that as a little pod move. Yeah, I want to go it. I tell you what, I'm not saying that he's definitely going to play, but Matthew Kuhneman is only seventy one thousand, and he's at seven percent ownership. I feel like he's probably just about in that 11. I don't know if the Heat will finally start to play two spinners, but at 71,000, if he gets a gig, he should really be in the majority of teams because he's played for Australia even at ODI level. He's actually not that bad. He's he's very underpriced. He's probably more like a one ten, one twenty thousand dollars sort of character. Oh, I brought him in last year, and he didn't even get. They didn't pick him. He got dumped, or they he got subbed out. Oh, subbed out. Uh, yeah. Well, so I was spewing yeah, on him. No need, and no need to worry. Yeah, he's not going to get subbed out. But so if he gets a run, you could probably take a little tickle on him if you need a you know a cheap player. Um, all right, now let's go on to round one smokies. Um, a couple of those. There's people out there that like to start with a pod. I'm doing uh, you know, um Wade, because he's a nice price, but he's not really low ownership. He's in the twenties, but I've picked out a few. Um, what about this one? You tell me what you think. Um, Cartwright from the stars at five percent. Yeah, okay. Oh, I think we're getting somewhere now. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I did notice that Stonis didn't bowl in that third ODI, and he did cop a knock to the finger in the second ODI and didn't bowl again. Yeah. So in the unlikely event that Stonis doesn't bowl, or the likely event, or whatever, however you want to describe it, in the event that the Stornis, that Stonis doesn't end up bowling this season, well, they need a sick bowler, and they could turn to Bo Webster. Yes, they could. Or they could turn to Hilton Cartwright. So if you're confident that Hilton Cartwright's essentially going to step up into a Stoinis sort of role, there's your guy. 120,000, batting it for bowling a couple of overs. It's very similar to Jason Sanger. Um, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't mind mind for, I don't mind it for 5%. You just kind of need him to have a slightly enhanced role. I mean, because he's I actually really rate him. I think he's a good player. Um, if he gets yeah. a go, I don't think, I don't know if he's a guarantee of bowling. He's batting at four. It could be it could be worse. Look, Larkin, um, I think it's gonna be him and and not Burns. Um, obviously I could go either or once we know the round one teams, but he's at four percent. Um, Vince, someone we've mentioned a couple of times on the pod at nine percent. If I could I was just a hair off getting um, Vince. I'd be really happy for um, Matty Wade to be Vince. Um, well, but I could I couldn't get Jilks. I couldn't get Larkin up to Jilks um, and and make it. Um, what's his name? Yeah. Vince. Um, Majib, I reckon, is a really good one at eleven percent. I think people are looking at Nisa and people that are probably a, a touch underpriced for their quality. He's been very good in the past. Yeah. Um, and I've got I've got one good really juicy one here, mm. Brendan Doggett from the uh, Sydney Thunder. Yeah. So he's one hundred forty five thousand. He's owned by one hundred thirty five people right now. Um, playing again, you know, the four times and two rounds sort of thing. Um, he's notorious for taking junk time wickets. Um, he's good with a new ball. He's quick. You know, there's a lot about what to like about him. Massive pod. If my team configuration required it, and I somehow magically had twenty thousand dollars extra for in my lap if Shadow Khan was ruled out, then I would spend that straight on Brendan Doggett probably. Yeah. I mean he's one of those ones that just never sort of features, although he's been reason he's scored reasonably at times. I don't know if I'd go there. That's the same thing. I just, you know, if he was 100K, um, Nisa at 12%. I'm going to go the Nisa route. He's in really good form. I like everything about Nisa. Although I've seen on a few lists him batting down at nine behind a number of other players. So I think he's a better bat then. So um, I'm I'm going to have him and think that he's going to bat higher. Nathan Kultanala is still one that I reckon is a bit of a smoky. If you can, if you're going to take the risk that he does play both the games, I think because it's round one, it's got to be a chance that he plays both games in round one. He's only 8%. Yeah. He's 100K, and I think he could do a hell of a lot worse. Um, People are taking the tickle on the four-game Dray Russ at 5%. I like it because it could be something that just pays off. Yeah, it could be such a rogue kick yeah. that just absolutely pours out points for you. Like, on his day, I reckon he could score 100 super coach points with his eyes closed. It, it would... 
he makes Supercoach scoring so effortless when he's playing really well. Mm. Um, another guy that I've seen a few, not many people pick, but a lot of chatter about him is mm. Henry Thornton. Yeah. So Adelaide double game player, um, 296, 286 people own him. And he's a genuine wicket taker. Uh, he's quick, you know, he's in good Sheffield Shield form, oh, not Sheffield Shield, Marsh Cup form. Uh, he's been a tad expensive on a economy rate, but he's taken a truckload of wickets. If you've got 164,000 and you're not keen on Jason Sanger or Trent Bolt, that might be where you go. Yeah, and he's in, been in pretty good form. I've seen him getting a few wickets here and there in recent games that I've just sort of seen flash across the screen. Um, Kane Richardson, I think, you know, probably as a result of them not having a double too early, um, is at 5.2, but he is a real quality bowler. And I, I think if you wanted to get someone who you you were confident would score 60 a game, you know, not quite safely, he's one of those ones that is just a, a proven performer. Um, viewer questions. Um, should we address the one that came in on the old Twitter there from Tom at Fig Jam? I, I've already got my answer for it, but you can you can see what his question was. All righty. Yeah, I actually haven't had a look at this. I was having a rough night. Um, here we go. Ah, yes, here it is. Ah, okay. Just ignore the eye color a bit. Okay. So uh, from Tom Bottom, it says, for Ados, where do you put your backpack when you are getting a lap dance? <laughs> Great question there, Tom. Um, I'm going to answer it like this. I figure that if you are in a strip club with a backpack, you probably haven't had the courage to go in there by yourself. So just get one of your friends to hold your backpack, buddy. We might be talking. Oh. From, we might be talking from uh, history there, Tom. I think um, that's a good question. I'll ask you my questions that I've had uh, into um, the story. Could you go without um, Rashid Khan? No, that's for footy rads, raddies. I, I just think um, they're in in the discussion of players that you could go without. Matt Shaw, you know, Jason Sanger, they're in the conversation. Rashid Khan is not. No, 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 it's probably your captain round one, in all honesty. I'm not sure that, particularly when he's not playing the first game, you've got to own it. You just have to. Don't think about it, just do it. Yep. Um, Causa is asking Matt Short and less cash or Jason Sanger and save cash for Mitch Marsh. Aren't they only like 3K off each other or something or under 10K? Well, no, there's a 20K gap between the two of them, actually. Okay, all right. So I think there is merit to it and I think I would. I think I'd go Jason Sanger and save the cash Mm. because you've got four games from Jason Sanger. Um, You've also got probably the exact same role other than Short's opening and Sanger's batting four. Um, yeah, I think 20k for Mitch Marsh is massive if you yeah. can get that. Yeah, we were talking about it at the top of the show, so I think it's a good, um, a good idea. Um, who do you who are you predicting to win the BBL? Oh, you never rule out her, never rule out her. Yeah, um, well, I think they'll start rightfully as favorites. I think the Thunder have that very deep this year. Um, and so I, and I think they've got a lot of options as well. I do like, um, the Hurricanes list. I do really, I really like it. I really do. Um, if I'm to pick one team, I think it's going to be almost impossible to go past Perth. Yeah. I like Perth. Um, you've always got to give the Sixers, um, a mention. I I'm the same as you. I like the Hurricanes lineup and I like the Thunder. Um, I think they've bought pretty well, you know, the Thunder. Um, and, and, and I like the look of them as well. I just think on the, the big stage kind of puts the, you know, the, it puts the, um, sixes and the scorchers probably a tick above the other two because they got the experience winning these comps. Um, what else have I got in here? I just closed it down here. Let's have a look. Um, best player. We that's a weird question. It's, it's who do you think is going to be the best player? Um, you're big okay, on so Stoy the other day. Uh, yeah, look, if he's fully fit, then yeah, sure. It's Marcus Thornis. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, who am I going to say? Well, I still think it's going to be Sean Abbott. Um, I just reckon he's an absolute gun of a player. I love him in every way. Um, who is Guptal signing for? We already know that. Um, Jason, instead of stashing Jai Richardson in round one, stash March says hit me finding the 250k. Oh, it's so hard to keep a 250k nuffy. Although I'm doing it with a 150k, but 250k, it's essentially two gun good players out of your team, isn't it? Yeah, I'm struggling with Jai Richardson. Imagine if you oh. Look, if you're if you're a fan of those hundred thousand dollar players and you don't want to spend big money on some of these questionable picks, then sure. But I I think you just 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 trade in Mitch Marsh. 
don't get too flamboyant with it. Maybe there's a case if Faf enters in before round one and then, you know, he's 180. You could put him on your back bench if you're really that keen and you've got the money. I think that mm. might be a viable solution. But I would not go there and put Mitch Marsh on your back bench round one. No, I, I just reckon um, you can you can find. I think it, well, I feel like I'm I'm stretching finding the the one forty six or whatever for Jai Richardson. I feel like I'm like oh, if I if that was Phil Salt and I had you know and I had an extra forty k, I could do so much in my team, you know. Like so, it's it does it's one of those ones. It's hard to go even much more than that. I reckon. Um, so I probably wouldn't go there personally. You do want Mitch Marsh. He is a must have. Although I've had a couple of people go, oh, you know. Maybe Maybe I'll, I'll fade him. You'll fade him at your own detriment, I reckon. Um, yeah. Oh, thoughts on um, Kane Richo. Well, you mentioned him in the pods. Yeah, yeah. Someone else likes him as well. Um, Kane Richo for round one. I, I've had bad experiences with Kane Richardson. <laughs> I mean, when I don't own him, he performs great. And then I buy him and he doesn't do a thing. He must be the most frustrating watch for people who own him. Like, <laughs> I mean, they could pick him. Like, it, it would be a ballsy move to pick him, wouldn't it? So... Yeah, I reckon to start, it probably is because, I mean, he's probably going to be one of your targets on a double. There's some players like um, McDermott um, and Richo, for me, and even Philippi, I just, if they were on an early double, I would definitely be there and abouts for them. Just because they're not, um, I'd probably skip them. Um, here's a Chris Green lover from Footy Radzies. Um, Chris Green, an option, great um, for bowling for back-to-back double. Late order hitter for 190. It's going to be no, four economical overs. It's four economical overs. There'll be no late hitting of the sort. He's batting at nine. Get that out of your head that there's batting runs there for him. Yeah, I think um, you Faruqi if you want a Thunder player, and I would even prefer DeGrant home. You know, like I would prefer him just because I think he's going to, you know, bat high enough and bowl a couple at least. It just, you know, makes you feel a little bit safer. Um, all right. Well, have you got any questions? Yes, I do. I have a few. A lot of them are similar. Yep. So I'm just going to tell you three. Yep. Um, Dan Christian, what are your thoughts on him for round one? Um, I, there was a little moment in time I was entertaining Dan Christian, but it was a speculative thought because I kind of felt like with no um, current there, he might have a better role in the team. Um, that may still be the case, but he's just one of those ones that I really feel like I'll know if I get a look at him first. You know, if we see yeah. a couple of games from them and you're like, well, it's the Dan Christian bowl on a couple and batting with his late order hitting, um, you know, I'd get a feel for it, I, I reckon, for a round or two. I agree. Um, I, I remember at the start of the preseason, I was like, he averages 60 without Tom Curran. If I can build my team around Dan Christian, then I'll be very happy. And as it's gone on, I haven't owned Dan Christian for almost two months. So I'm um, I'm sort of like I'm not gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm I'm tempted to trade him in round two because I think I'll already have the numbers for the double. Um so like if he puts out a good score round one and his role looks the same as last year, then I'll be all over it. Yeah. I think I mean just get a look at him for round one, I, I reckon. Yeah. Um you just you know, three teams are going in on, on the double and a really good team comes in, you know into round two for the double. So I think that's where your focus needs to be. All right. Second question. Could you rank Rousseau, Jilks and Faruqi in order of most important to least important? Well, Faruqi would be number one for me. Um, I've heard all the chat and and what I've seen, it's death bowling on back-to-back doubles. And my theory is you err on the side of bowlers in in BBL Supercoach because a wicket, what is it, 25? Is that what they get? for? for Uh, Yeah, you get 20 for a wicket and you get economy rate bonuses too. Um, So to me, I just err on the side of bowler it would be Jilks second because I think he's going to keep in that team and he's an opening bat um you know Russell probably in form in the lead up to the World Cup um and at the start of the World Cup it would probably have him ahead as a big uh, you know big international um but I just like you know I feel like you're talking on Cartwright, for instance, he's a gun fielder, like one of the best fielders in, in Australian cricket. You know, you feel like he's going to get a catch or two a game. They put him in the hot spots, especially with no Maxwell there. You're probably going to get a catch or two for Cartwright every game, I reckon. Um, and there's going to be some that are just snick-offs and, you know, your keeper goes in and they haven't even, he's an opening bat and he could be already on 20 or 30 points. I kind of feel like Jukes is, you know, as long as he opens, um, he's probably one that feels safer. You know, 
um, Rossauer could go out and cop a pair in the first round. You've got nothing to, you've got nothing to um, back, no backup. You know, at least if um, Jilks gets a pair, he might get a catch or two for something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, all right, I'll give this a go. I'm probably going, I, okay, I'll go one. I think one is definitely Faruqi. He's not only a death ball bowler, he's also a new ball as well. Yeah. So he's pretty new much like, yeah, he's perfect. That's the perfect goal. He's dead set Trent Bolt, but just 80k cheaper. Yeah. Except, and obviously not as good, but yep. the same role as Trent Bolt. So I'm all over that. Yep. Um, number two, so I like it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, number two, I have Rousseau. I have Rousseau over Jilks. I think not because he will go big in one of these early games. There will be an innings where Rousseau scores 80 not out or something like that. Like it's just a short thing almost with the way his form pattern has been this year. He'll have a couple of scores under 10 runs in each game. There'll be a game where he scores a middle at yeah. Game I agree. where he scores 78. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, and in that lineup with players like Jilks and Hales and the type of batters they are, you feel confident that Russell and Sanger could have a long time to bat, at least in one yeah. of those games. Um, anything else? Um, oh, yeah. And then Jilks at three, just because he's the, probably the worst player of the three. Yep. The role's good. He's questionable. He's a questionable pick himself. I think you go with him because he's got the, all the doubles on that. Um, so, yeah, I have Jilks at three. And our final question isn't necessarily a super coach one, but it's to do with the big bash. Do we have any transfer rumours? Now, we kind of covered this at the top of the show, didn't we? We said that Faf has been linked to the Scorchers. Guptil's, this was sent through yesterday when Guptil hadn't signed. So Guptil, you know, he's gone to the Renegades. Um, we're just really waiting on who the uh, Scorchers sign and any impending people dropping out, I guess. Yeah, we, we're waiting on the Khan, the Rashid Khan. Uh, and Peter Siddle um, well. Khan. Yeah, Siddle. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. I would have expected I would have heard something from now because yeah. if Siddle comes in, um, who does that hurt in that? Um... Well, in the strikers lineup, I think Thornton will not play round one or, or at the very least his job security is too shaky to own. Yeah, I'd be worried about him particularly if if um Siddle came in. Um, all right, well we're going to do the team previews. We only got a single t- today because it's the Hurricanes. I want to let you give me how you think the lineup is, and I'll d- I'll respond with what I've got. Um, far away. All right, this team is assuming that Shadab Khan is playing because as of now he is. Um, opening the batting, I have McDermott and Short. Now, I think they'll go benefit of the doubt. They'll give Darcy Short a go, see if he can find his old form. And if he does, well, you'd be laughing if he with Darcy Short in his old form and Ben McDermott at the top of the order. You know, then you've got Matthew Wade at three. Uh, I think that's the right spot. He could bat anywhere in that lineup and he'd do a stellar job. So I'm not too worried about him. Asif Ali at four. He, I don't get why they pick him because he's so similar to Tim David. You don't, they didn't need him really. But, you know, whatever works for them. I guess it's to take pressure off Tim David maybe. Um, at number five, I have David. I think you can't bat him at six because he just, he just doesn't get enough balls and he needs to face more balls than what he was last year. Um, and then at six, I have Shadow Khan. I think he will be, if he plays, he will be outstanding and will be in the top five for points scorers up until he leaves. Um, at seven, I have Haim Ashraf. I think banning, bowling all-rounder, you know, death bowler, he'll do a good job and he would be a lot more highly owned if Shadow Khan wasn't there. Eight, I have Nathan Ellis. I think he could be the leading wicket taker this big bash. Nine, I have Joel Paris. I think new ball bowler. He could rip apart a few teams. Beth Darm quick, you know, just that um, first class line of length. Great stuff. Riley Merritt at the 10. I think that's, it's a good pick. He's really good. He's due to, uh, you know, really uh, get into the wickets column. He's been unlucky the last few summers. And 11, Billy Stanlake. I think now is his time. It's now and never, you know, he's got to play got to prove that he's actually still got it and if he doesn't have it then i just don't think we'll see him in big bash cricket ever again yeah all right would you want to know what i've got different Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I've gone with Wade and Short opening. Um, I think I agree with you. I think they probably, I mean, you've got to invest in Darcy Short because of what he did in the past and you want him to refine it. Because if you've got um, those two getting off to an awesome start and then the next person that comes in is McDermott, he just does not stop the momentum. He probably uplifts it. I've got McDermott coming in because he McDermott can be rash. He can be really yeah, rash yeah, when he's he can, opening. Yeah. Just go from ball one. I just feel 
like they've, you know, Matty Wade and his experience, he can go hard as well, but he assesses conditions and the, the pitch really well. And he's also, Matty Wade's going to be the captain, isn't he? Is he going to be the captain? Um, it's him or McDermott. Yeah, well, um, I mean. Well, he's in the right. leadership group. Yeah, you know? if, if Wade is the captain, I think he opens and McDermott comes in at three. If McDermott's the captain, I reckon Wade comes in at three. I reckon just yeah, the yeah. seniority of captain and we'll get the open. And I really I really feel like Short will open this year. Um, I've got Ali as well, and then I've got David. I agree with you. I reckon David, he's made a name for himself now enough that he deserves a few more overs in their lineup. He's got to be a priority for the Hurricanes. Um, and I've got him in there coming in at five, which is not the word. What's he cost? He, I wish I was only two grand off him. And yeah, 89, 89, 700. I would rather he batted at four, but he, he's, that's just not the sort of role he plays in this team. So, yeah, you know, anyway. I've got I got Shadab as well. Um, as long as he's um, there, um, I'm I'm making I'm making changes if he's not. Well, obviously, no, they've got Crawley. Um, so yeah, maybe Crawley doesn't bat ahead of Ashraf. Maybe Ashraf comes in, and then it's Crawley. Um, or if it's Shadab, I think it'll go Shadab, um, Ashraf, and then Crawley. I've got Ellis, Mer- Meredith, and Paris, and I've got Stanlake missing out. Um, why that? Why did they buy Crawley if he's not going to play? No, Crawley is the replacement for Shadab. So, well, how many international? They've got Ali. So Asif, Shadab, and Ashraf are their three internationals, and Crawley's the replacement for Shadab when he's not there. Oh well, I mean, all right. Well, so you're gonna, well, you might, you might as well slide in. Um, you might as well slide Crawley in only if there's no Shadab, and if there's a Shadab, there's no Crawley. Yeah. All right. Well, so you you really have Stanley getting a run. Who are the others? Let's have a look. Parker, Chris Tremaine, I reckon, might get a yeah, run. Yeah. If it had Stanley, possibly. Yeah, very possibly. I'm just thinking, what does Billy Stanley have that those others don't? Um, a T20 international record. That's really what I think. Yep. you got uh, Mitch Owen. You've got Wright. You've got Dooley. Um, I, I, got I June. have... I think if Shadab doesn't play, Paddy Dooley or Will Parker will have to play. And if Shadab doesn't play, then everyone has to own Darcy Short. Yeah, yeah because he's going to bloody bowl for sure. Yeah. Two to three overs. You know, shall we do um, a Hurricanes lineup with Zach Crawley there instead of Shadab Khan, just so we cover all bases? Yeah, do it. Because I really feel like it could be imminent. I mean, I've seen the rumor, and I let's let's make our teams like we think Shadab's playing, but let's right. talk about a scenario if he's not. I will go first. So, opening, I have um, Short and Crawley in that case. Crawley is an opening batsman. I would not bat him anywhere else, I don't think. Um, at three, I would have Ben McDermott. Like you said, he's a bit rash and he'll probably be in, in early if Zach Crawley's form last summer was anything to go by in the Ashes. Um, four, I'd have Matthew Wade. I think it just makes sense because he can bat anywhere. He's so versatile. Um, I think he's going to be the glue for them in that middle order, along with Asif Ali and Tim David. That just sounds like the best middle order in the comp. Five, I'd have Asif Ali. Um, but you actually, no, five, I'd have Tim David. I would have Tim David at five no matter what because he's a better player than Asif Ali and he's more important to that Hobart lineup. Asif Ali at six, he can also bat anywhere. I think that suits him. Seven, Ashraf. Eight, Ellis. Nine, Paris. Ten, Meredith. Eleven, I would have Will Parker. Yeah, well, I mean, look, that's interesting. Um, Crawley in it open. It could push him down, but I think the, vers- the versatility of Wade could mean that it happens. And he's, I mean, Crawley down at seven probably doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Whereas you could put Matt Wade, if you wanted him to drop down the order and bat at seven, you could have Matt Wade bat open down to seven, anywhere in there. He'd do a job for you. Um, Well, I mean, it's interesting. You know, I think um, instead of going um, speculative up in the bat area, I'd probably take a punt on Stan Lake if he went a a go. I'd probably prefer Paris. Um, I reckon it's a strong um, lineup, but it's much stronger if Shadab can't play. Yeah, definitely. I think if if the Hurricanes just waited a week more on that international, like I said before, then they could be looking at Martin Guptill replacing Shadow Khan. That would be a lot more convincing. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think they'll be there and about this year. Um, it's probably good that they're going to have, like, you know, Wade, Short, McDermott, Ali, and, and uh, David. It's this bloody quality, really. Ellis and Meredith, as long as Meredith stays fit. Um, Ashraf, it's all right. I don't mind the lineup. Um, moving on to, uh, let's see if I can find the buttons first. Go. No, fuck. Excuse the language. No. Lock him in.
anyone that you're locking in that's, you know, um, right. is it the same stuff as last week? We know both of us are big on Faruqi, so he's a new lock in our teams. Yep. Bargain price, back-to-back doubles. Yep, that's exactly the name I was just about to say. Give me some Fazl Hark Faruqi. Wow, that sounds <laughs> like a uh, order off the Afghan menu. Um, yeah, no, I really do like him. I think, I, I think if I have the money, I'll be locking in Joel Paris. He's in good form. Again, last year before the injury, he was living up to the hype I was laying upon him thick in the preseason last year. I think he's going to reach it finally this year, provided he doesn't get injured. I mean, he looked... Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, in that um, Prime Minister's eleven, he looked a little better to me than Nisa did, you know, actually. Yeah, so, like, you know, Harris is, is an, isn't terribly far off test selection, closer than probably most people would be willing to admit. Mm. He's probably, maybe not the next best three, but the best one after them. So I would yeah, I go into it now, but yeah, he's, <laughs> he's there or thereabouts. You're big, on, you're big on Paris. I mean, I like the big man too. I just, it's one of those ones I always, it's just a little dagger when he gets injured because I'm like, yeah. oh, you could have so much of a better career if he did just, but I mean, he's tall, real tall, and it happens often with those tall bowlers. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I'm locking in Faruqi as well. Joe Clark, I've locked him in. I've, I felt like I got the money to have an upgrade from Jilks to Clark and I know Jilks has got back-to-back doubles but Clark is going to be vitally important in that team and I just want to I mean I'm looking at all these teams that are all the bloody same so I just wanted a Joe Clark in there now I'm able to own Joe Clark and Sanger instead of deciding between the two of them um I'm going to trust the role of Sanger I think he's going to bowl an overall two and he's going to bat probably four in that team with back-to-back doubles and I like it um Nisa um, I've, I, I like um, if my bench loops, I've got, you know, uh, Larkin and I've got um, Zampa down there or whoever I'm going with, they don't um, come off for me. I feel really confident playing Nisa. I reckon you'll get a 40 or a 50 really safely. Yeah. I don't feel in any doubt that he's going to be a 10 or 15 scorer. Um, so I like him for this year. And I think the price is right at 100K. Um, you know, so I'm going to go with Nisa. Um, that's it. I've gone. I mean, I'm still yep. not sold on Maddie Wade at 120 because it could be Shadab. Obviously, if Shadab plays, and it will be Shadab. He's my one I really, really want. I like the the Shadab and Nisa. Now it's Wade and um, Nisa. Anyone that we're oh, hang on, Lock fading. Um, oh, okay. who am I fading? Wow, um, I'm actually fading Joe Clark. Yeah, I, I had, I look, I had a watch of the T10 league that he's in to the in the Abu Dhabi T10 league or something like that, and I had a look at his recent scores. It's just not that flattering. He got a golden duck in the T10 league. Now I know it means sod all, right? But if I was to pull up his recent numbers and also take into account that English batsmen don't usually sell in straight away. So his recent numbers are as follows. Come on. I was leading into it so well. Okay. His last five games in the 100, he scored 10, 17, 9, 14, 15. And then in the two games in the uh, T10 league that he's played in, he's got 0 and 9 with the bat. No that's, scores above 20. That's worse than bloody everyone saying Sanger's in bad form. That's, that's worse form. Mm. Oh, so, I so, I mean, if I went down to um, Jilks, I get an extra person. Well, not really, because I've got, oh, I've got, if I go with the Matty Wade, I, I could get Joe Clark out to um, Jilks, and then I'm going to have 60K to play with, or Ooh. I could upgrade Larkin to maybe a DeGrand home or someone like that. I mean, I don't, I really don't mind them. Look at that. And then in round two, I can move Matt Wade up to keeper and then play Jilks as a second, you know, for his second double. I don't, I don't mind the look of that. I'm just, all right. Well, you really got me thinking. I like it. This is, this is why it's good to talk super coach with other people. I'm going to think about that. Um, Fades for me. I can't believe I'm still fading Trent Bolt. I'm just, I, I, I have you in my team for like a day and then I'm like, but Sanger's got back-to-back doubles and it looks like he's going to be the second spinner now. And then I bring Sanger, Sanger in. I just can't get Bolt into my team. And actually I had Bolt in there and then Faruqi came and I was like, I got all this extra money because I can just go him instead. Poor old Bolt. I just keep get missing him. Look, in the pros and cons, I think there's a lot of pros for him. The cons are straight into a buy. The stars, I don't reckon they're a very good team this year because of the, as soon as you lose Maxwell out of there, 
um, it's it's a bit of worries, and I don't love their bowling lineup. I don't, I don't love a lot about it, to be quite honest. Hmm. No, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced on Trent Bolt. It, I feel like it's just the Marcus Warner show this year. I don't think there's much more to it at, at, at that club. Maybe per bats at three, as we talked about last week, um, and maybe Adam Zamp is a bit undervalued. Otherwise, I agree. Yeah, so I'm fading him. I just I reckon there's too many other great savings. There's a lot of good 100k. I mean, you know, like Faruqi, um with the back-to-back doubles. We mentioned Nathan Quilton Isle who's gone up one in the order now you know so yeah. you know if you think he's going to play both games you might as well have a have a go um you know I'm iffy on Rossell but I think you know it's that class international player who was probably leading into those last couple of innings where South Africa bundled out of the um World Cup he's probably was yeah. the best form T20 batter wasn't he uh, in yeah. the year I think yeah. you've got to trust that with back-to-back doubles don't you oh, oh, absolutely because Oh, if you look back to Ben McDermott last year when he was in that super hot patch, he was all or nothing, you know? But yeah. his ceiling was so immense that it just did not matter when he scored zero. People were like, ah, oh, well, he'll score 90-odd next year, next game, I mean. Like, let me just pull up some numbers here because I am a numbers man. Um, oh, stupid internet. Okay, here we go. See, he went 76, 8, 107, 347, 0, 11, 206, 28, 93. Yeah. There is no consistency there whatsoever. And I feel like Riley Rousseau is a very similar sort of player and very similar sort of run scorer as well. Yeah. I mean, that's what I feel like with um, Hales. I reckon he will dead set could cop a golden off Trent Bold in the first game, but he could tonk and score 100 in the second. He so often does one innings which is enough to cover the two games. Um, yeah. Maxwell, if he does fail with the bat, he goes and takes two wickets and a catch and he still ends up on a good score. There's some players that they won't be down for long because they can rely on something else. Um, so I'm going to stay with him. But, I, you know, I, I start to get nervous on players. Um, d- double game round numbers for one, two, and three. Mine, I'm going to be looking... Well, I mean, if I do the Joe Clark and that goes to Jilks and then I bring in to Granham, I'll, be, I'll have 12 to pick from, which is even... Even someone on the bench, I can bring Colin de Grand home on if, if you know, if if my first my star or Thunder player yeah. doesn't go well, bring Woo-hoo. in another double game round player. Um, Hello. the second round I'll have probably ten or eleven. I think. Um, it depends on what strategy I go, and I'm looking at six. I reckon for the Brisbane Heat because next round with the two that I've got there, and if I keep my numbers of start of uh, Thunder that I'm planning on, um, I can bring in another um, Heat player next week um, with my trades if I can afford them, obviously. But you mentioned someone like Kudam if he plays in the first or are they? Yeah, they're playing in the first round. You know, that, yeah. or you've got um, Spinner. What's his name? He's a Swepson. Swepson, yeah. 105k or whatever he is. Um, could be yeah. worse than him. Um, you've got. Uh, Renshaw, um, there's a few different, you know, you got uh, Brian that up the top of the order if you yeah. want to keep one. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to like in that heat lineup. I, I tell you what, I would not mind a piece of Sam Billings if there weren't too many doubles early on. Yeah, so look, I, I, I reckon um, if I can get to six, I could probably squeeze out six heat players, I reckon. <laughs> Because yeah. round four, there's no one. You can just get rid of them after that. But you just got to find six. And I reckon Sam Billings is definitely one of them. Probably Sam Billings, um, Nisa, you know, you Steckity. could... Yeah, um, You know, so there's a few. And, you know, if Renshaw bowls a couple and he's batting where he... I think he could um, come in at first drop or yep. open him, possibly. I don't yep. know. So um, that, he could have a good role. I'd be really interested to see what he does in round one. Um, that's pretty much everything for the show. Anything else for you? Oh, um, maybe for NRL fans, uh, Whisper and I are thinking of doing some uh, pre-season players of interest over the next two or three months. We'll be putting out some, you know, weekly sort of thing uh, once Team Picker opens up. And uh, it, you enjoy it, I think. Well, we just went, we covered Hill and Lukey and how, how much of a stud he'll be next year. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be something to watch. That's on nrl.supercoach.gun on Instagram. But it, you can find all of that on Twitter as well. That's supercoachguns. Yeah, give him a follow on all of that. I mean, next year, we um, if you're an NRL fan, a lot of you listening guys will be AFL fans. Next year, we've got buys every round. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got 56. What is it? Buys. Yeah, 56. Yeah. And it's going to make and- it such an interesting year for, for NRL Supercoach. I reckon the gone are the days you can have six Pan- Panthers players in your team. Yeah. 
can't yeah. do that. And the, the other thing about when considering players like we have of players of interest, you've got to look at when their first buy is. So the great thing about Elon Luke is he's first buy is round 15 and he doesn't versus top eight opponent until round nine. So there was just so much to like when I was doing that research. Yeah, so you I, can get I, all that sort of stuff across our platform. Oh, good. Well, jump on there. Follow the Supercoach Gardens. Um, the Whisper, Whisperer does brilliant stuff as well. Um, Lukey was good last year until he got injured. Yeah. And obviously we know uh, poor old, uh, what's his name, has got his legal troubles. So that's why. Luciano's in trouble. Luciano's in a bit of trouble. So it looks like Lukey's going to have a pretty good uh, chance at a, a second row start in that team. Well, Nathan, good chatting super coach with you. It's been an absolute crazy week uh, oh. with a couple of weeks out from it. We've got players pulling out left, right and centre. F you, Livingston, you Pete, you poo. Um, and shout, shout out, but let's hope it's not true. Eh? Let's just hope. Hope he's here because he was one of the highlights of the World Cup. I just love his. He's got some moxie. He's got a cheeky smile. He just has so much fun out there. He's so good and for the BBL. I was drowning in the super coach points that he was scoring. It was like mid 80. It was far out. That was beautiful. Yeah, let's hope he does. But I just, I mean, the, the signing of Crawley, I reckon, and plus the rumor worries me. So I think you've got to have a plan of attack if he's, I'm sure we'll hear, you know, with enough notice before he can before it starts but oh it's a worry isn't it um we've had so many pull out i mean how many of the top um you know the top five um draft picks are still here well let's see pick one was livingston he's gone two was rashid three was bolt four was chris jordan he's still here five was that was sam billings oh billings all right so that's pretty good in the top five. Yeah, top five. Yeah, but then you've got everyone there afterwards. Scorch has forfeited theirs. Willie's gone. Pick seven, I can't remember. Who was that? I've just completely forgotten. Uh must have been must have left already anyway. Yeah, they're probably then, left. Yeah. Oh mate. It's a it's a train wreck, the old um but look. If if we if the people were replacing it with a guptal and we get a faff, I reckon it's we're replacing kind like like kindness, you know. Yeah, sorry, I I counted, I overcounted. So yeah, per, remember how Perth forfeited their first pick? Yeah, yeah, and then Willie's bailed, oh. then Shadow might bail, and oh. Livingston's bailed. Yeah, far out, eh? So, so um, only four people from the yeah. platinum round. Yeah, platinum round. Oh, oh well. Um, but onward and upward. Um, a lot of things to think about. I reckon. Um, combos now of who you can go. Interesting chat there on Joe Clark's form. I, you know, maybe I just go with Jilks because he's got back-to-back doubles. He's going to keep probably and, and open the batting. It's a, see, there's kind of like, if you go in with a 156K player, you know, and who goes into a buy in round two, you've only got those two games to rely on. Even if Jilks, you know, fails, you've got, he's cheaper by 60K and he gets that second lot of um, double games. It's a much, you mitigate risk when you play. He's a much lighter risk, I reckon, if he's opening the batting. Uh, whereas mm. Joe Clark, I reckon it is. It's guts or glory, you know. Yeah. And, it, you know, I love those times where you go one of those gutsy picks. Like, a, um, you know, a Dre Russ. I love it. I just feel like it could be just one of those ones where everyone's, all the Dre Russ people are just like, they've, they're smoking a cigar with their sunnies on, you know. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, so, you know, it's there's lots of different ways you can go. I mean, look, someone I saw posted a team to one of the chats I'm in. I, I was like, that's exactly the same team as me, except for one player. And, you know, maybe it is yeah. safe to go pretty much down the road. But pick yourself a couple of pots. Go with a couple of things you like. That's why I'm I'm not against Philippi. I'm not against Dre Russ. I'm not against people who go Nisa. Just get something that separates your team from everyone else. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if Someone is going to go balls on the wall and wants a double player. Your perfect pod, Brendan Doggett. I could, I will not stop harping on about that. I don't, I'm right now thinking about how I could get him in. I will forever be thinking about how I could get him in. Yeah, and I, I mean, Henry Thornton's in the same um, category. That's, I like the, I like the ballsiness of it. If there's no Siddle, I reckon it's a good pick. He can jag a wicket. Yeah. So there's some of those left of field um, sort of picks, I reckon, are pretty good. You know, Chris Green is probably not it. Um, yeah. But, you know, there are other ones that I think are good. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for the um, chatting, Supercoach Nathan from Supercoach oh, Guns. We'll talk again in another uh, week. Yep. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks, mate. Tate. It's four. Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him possibly out of the room. He's on the roof. Look at the look on his face. He's just, well, that's what I do. It was at a 